If you've had an accident or just a fender bender, the last thing you need to do is tangle with the big city. When Classic Auto Group Collision Center can take care of all your repairs, island style, our certified technicians can repair any maker model, and we back up every repair with a lifetime warranty. Classic Auto Group Collision Center now open at 6601 Harborside Drive, ClassicGalveston.com. Classic Galveston, enjoy the difference, island style. What's up, everybody? It's the middle of the day and the middle of the week, and you're listening to another Fuller sh- Show with Josh Fuller. You're on KTXF The Real. In the studio today, I am joined by the incredible edible band members of my uh, of my band here. We've got Kevin Bull in the studio, and we have Booch in the studio. And we were all, they were all excited to get here. And then I, uh, had technical difficulties. And so they, they're waning already. So hopefully, hopefully we're going to get, say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hey. All right. So, uh, so both of y'all are on vacation now for the year, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if, yeah. Okay. Y'all are, uh, I'm pretty much on vacation all the time. You are, yeah, because you work from home, right? Yeah. You got all your video games. Thirty foot commute. So you had to get dressed to stuff. come over here. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it sucks when you have to put clothes on. <laughs> yeah, it does. But all right. So, um, what what's your big plans for for the rest of the year vacation here, Kevin? Not work. Not just not work. Just and, not work. Just enjoy the new grandbaby. Just sleep late. Play with the grandbaby. Yeah. Still got a gig or two left. Yeah. And. uh Speaking of, I guess uh, we're playing tomorrow night. At, or no, I'm playing tomorrow night at Envy Glass and Tomball. I'd like to get that out information out early. And then Friday, we're playing full band at Cole Smokehouse and Splendor. And we'll talk about all that in a little bit. But uh, we also have Randy here, and he's trying to set up some video for us. I am live on mine. And he is. All right. So um, when we take our first break, I think we'll uh, we'll log in and we'll do a little Facebook live action with some multi-camera amazingness here. <laughs> So, all right. So, Booch, um, you said you have some uh, special headphones there, some custom, custom. Well, yeah. I'm actually, and and the cool part is, I'm not even using them. So he's not even using them, but he said they were made for him by uh, the man. So, well, yeah. you were lying. Yeah. Of yeah. Okay. Sounded yeah. good when I walked in. <laughs> so, got to have an opening. You know? Got to have an opening. That's what I'm trying to. But trying but you know, yeah, these are like 199 at Best Buy, but they're pretty good. Pretty good headphones. Pretty good headphones. Yeah, oh yeah, Sennheiser. Right. You brought a fancy microphone. Yeah. I had to whip out my fancy microphone because Boots showed up and I, I had microphone envy. Right. Well, you know, mine's yeah, mine's an AKG. Mine's bigger than yours. It so Boots is sparkly. It, mine's clearer too. Probably. But but you have your this big old mic, but you're staying far away from it, like you're scared well, of. Well, there's a story. There's a reason why I have a big mic. Oh, and, uh, well, why <laughs> you stay? There's... Are you afraid of large things coming no, at your face? No, no, no. Or... no I, I like I like I was. Telling you earlier, I'm I'm a drummer, so I don't have vocal mics, right? Right. But you know, a while back, I had a little studio I set up in my house, which is what I think most drummers do, right? Yeah. Um, all, now, stu- all all drummers want to be uh, yeah, audio- yeah. technicians in studio. Like, look at a uh, no way he's a bass player. Never mind. Keep right. going. But anyway, so I you know I um, have a bunch of drum mics, which don't they sound terrible when you speak through a drum mic? It's all muffled. Yeah. And so um, I got this mic. We should probably get him a vocal mic for harmonies then. <laughs> no, 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 don't don't run the ambiance. No. I like I like watching him lean over and sing into a snare kit. So you know. 
if we could just get him to stop licking it while he's down there. Yeah, hey, well, it's yeah. got to taste terrible. <laughs> it's not good. But this, I won't lie. I, I feel a bunch of drummer jokes coming on. No, you guys do all those. Yeah, I, I do the guitarists and artists. Artists. Right. It's the same jokes, singer. just with a different setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's same same jokes are all the same. Yeah. I got you. Well, hey, uh, everybody, before I forget, y'all can text into the show if you guys want to be a part of the shenanigans. We're getting warmed up here. These guys have a little bit of stage fright, but we're going to get them worked in. But text into the show, 832-910-7359, and they'll come right to us, and we can we can talk back to you and give you props over the, uh, over the I guess it's not the airwaves, is it? The interwaves? Yeah, sometimes. Have we coined a word for this yeah. yet? Outer waves. Outer waves? Outer waves. Not the <laughs> interwebs. <laughs> you got the interwebs and the outer waves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. <laughs> well, um, all right. Well, just for the sake of entertainment and everybody, you know, I usually entertain artists and musicians and all this other stuff. So we'll get going and just we'll make it all personal and uh, and be kind of off the cuff as we go. But let's start with some stuff like how far, how long have you been playing, Kevin? Like when you started playing music, not just like, hey, I like, a, I want to learn a guitar, but I mean, when you got finally got good enough at it to where you're going to go get a gig and all that, how long ago was that? God, um, that was, I was playing in a band in high school, so that was probably 1978, 79. Okay. I was playing in a band in high school. We I was three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we played, we played some Beatles covers, and some of those guys are still in bands today. Uh, Jim Ashby, who now, now goes by Jamie. Plays in a couple of bands, McClanahan's, and mm-hmm. they do a bunch of eighties. Great, great, great musician. Uh, but since then, I've been playing in bands or teaching lessons or, you know, something going on, on the side. I've always had how, guitars. How old's that guitar of yours? The Strat I play, I got brand new in 1981 for high school graduation. So I'm he the plays only. Plays it every night. I'm the only owner. It's still a USA. It was the last of the USA made Strats. And uh, back then, the drinking age was 18, so I could buy beer and play that guitar. So Sweet. I've had it a long time. <laughs> what about you, Boochie Poo? What do you mean? How long you been playing? Oh, man, it's a long time. So I thought I'd started when I was about seven years old, but I, I found an old picture, and it had a date on the back, and I was actually five years old when I first wow. got it. First, you know, you get that kid set. Would you say you peaked at seven? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought he peaked much. at eight. I was, yeah, eight. I was, by the time I was nine, word. I had carpal tunnel. I was done. No, yeah. I'm um, so I had a, you know, one of those kids drum sets that your parents buy. And of course I tore it up, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't last a year. And then after that, I just played on whatever I could find for years right. until my sophomore year and my parents actually. And so before I was lucky enough to find you at an open mic night, you had uh, just come back from California <sighs> yeah, on quite was, a journey. Yeah. I mean, I spent, you know, close to 10 years out there and spent a lot of time playing in a few different bands, but there was one main band I went out with and it was a bunch of of guys that I uh, (laughs) went to college with. So um, right up the road at San Houston state. So, um, you know, we got together and and started a band and moved out there and and played for for years. And, you know, we never, never made big time, but we played a lot of cool college. Sold out the Roxy on CD release party. CD release party sold out the Roxy. It was pretty fun. There was a, it's an old picture because back in the, that day in the mid '90s, they were still using like regular cameras, not phones, to take pictures. Mm-hmm. So there's a picture of a line of, of people going out the door, and us our name on the marquee. I thought that was pretty. You cool. know, it's crazy. So back then, if you wanted to take a picture of bands at the show, you had to put some work into it. You oh, had yeah. to show up with your camera, load your film, load your film, yeah. take it, yeah, take it to the place, get it developed, yeah. and all that good stuff. And the band would never probably see it. And now everything, everybody watches live events oh, through yeah. their phone. 
And how often do you think people actually go back and look at what they took or what they saw? I mean, are they just using the bathroom a little bit later? I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Remember yeah. when I sang along terribly to that song? Yeah, so, I mean, now you have to they have to pull out the old photo albums to take a look at that, whereas, mm. you, know, you know, nowadays on Facebook, it's all right there. Right, and you had to put it in file yeah, collections. Just five years ago. Facebook will remind you about it. One of my guys in Austin, his wife is a, a semi-professional photographer, and they went to a Willie Nelson show, and her and everybody else took pictures, but when she got home, she, she doctored hers up a little bit and posted it on Facebook, and uh, Willie Nelson's people contacted her, and her and a couple other people, and they ended up using her her photo from a show is the actual album cover All right. of uh, the Willie Sons, and so it's kind of a cool deal that... You know, you're talking about cameras, and there they go to the show and end up getting a little money and a little fame out of the deal. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I don't know about being a semi-pro photographer, but I have put thought into being a pro-semi-photographer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, it, it's, yeah. It, it, yeah, it'd be pretty cool. You just do a wide-angle lens. <laughs> <laughs> so come to our shows and take pictures, and maybe we'll use yeah. it for something. Well, here's yeah. what, you know what really <laughs> frustrates Actually, how many, how many out of all the people you see at our shows taking film and video, how many times have you been tagged and shown that video to see later? Like that, it drives me nuts that, you know, everybody's like, don't you have any pictures or live footage of your, of your show? And I'm going, well, I should out there somewhere is a whole ton of it, but nobody ever yeah. posts it or shares it. Right. Maybe I think they all do the same thing. I think maybe, they all, maybe you just need closer friends. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they all video and sing along and they realize how terrible they sing and then and they don't post it. Maybe that's it. Or maybe I do need better friends. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe, I think it's y'all's so, friends taking pictures. But uh, my friends know better. We've run several cameras. Yeah. Well, we got Randy here running several for yeah. us right now. That's why it's not working. <laughs> it is working. We are live on Facebook. On oh, my okay. Streams. Okay. So, see, uh, see. Uh, so, it's going it's, somewhere. It's it is going somewhere. somewhere. Perfect. Well, I'll it's, apologize. It's, now. Do, I need to, do I need to shut these blinds so we can get the. Uh, Nah, the, okay, it's, it's, and I have lights in the guest room over there. Don't too. shut don't the blinds. You know what that does to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we might bring one in later in the break. I took I took all my photography long. lights out of here and I put them in the guest room. And I'm just really worried that I'm gonna forget. And the next person that shows up as a, to stay the night as a guest is gonna be like, "Uh, is there some kind of <laughs> agreement I wasn't aware of? <laughs> What's yeah. going on in here? If I'm watching a movie in room six, how do I know I'm not the movie in room seven? Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are. Exactly. Oh Josh has to entertain himself somehow. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I do, but that's beside the point. <laughs> that's beside the point. Lacey said we're nerds, by the way. She's tuned uh, in to the TuneIn app, and she's yeah. texting she, into the show. Tell her to get she, back to work. She knows. <laughs> right? She's just jealous, and I'm on vacation. She's not. Oh, yeah. Actually, How much longer I, I she wish she were. Go? I wish she were. She um, probably has to work at least up until Friday. I think Friday she's off, so we'll do something cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Friday, well, Friday you do have a show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. So I guess we will do something cool. After the show. After we do something cool, we'll do something cooler. <laughs> after after we come play with you. Oh, do something cooler. Uh, now we're nerds. Something cooler with a fuller. Yeah, now you definitely took it to nerd now level. Nerds. Absolutely. Absolutely took it to uh, nerd level. So, you know, this is also a sports station that we're on oh, cool. right now. And so he we break it up with kind of a... <laughs> he doesn't have a cough button. cough button. Like nobody can hear it because he put the pillow in front of his he face. He puts his face into a pillow. He looked pretty natural at that. Um, 
But uh, so anyway, so they, you know, usually they do the talking with Stroh's on this show and they have some other things, right. uh, the Dynamo st- uh, stuff. And cool. so uh, we break it up with music show, but we also can talk about sports. We want to, we can talk about whatever you guys have on your mind. And if, uh, if you guys have something you want to talk about too. One thing I read this week was, did y'all see that tweet where Kaepernick said that he wanted to go in with Jay-Z and buy the Panthers? And I, was that real? I thought that was a joke. It was, well, it may have been a fake account, but it had the little check mark next to his name and everything. Huh? I don't know that. Yeah, it's, I, I really thought it was a joke because I laughed at it pretty hard. But I, I yeah, I tried to turn it into a joke. I said they'd be they'd be the easiest team to beat after that. They just go in, <laughs> kneel four times, and then it's your ball again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well. So uh, how about the instructor? Did you get to go to any of the playoff games or anything? No, I didn't. I didn't, but I, I definitely watched the game. Some of the games were very difficult to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, like everybody else, I think I was turning it off, turn it back on, turn it on. You know, it's yeah. just like I didn't want to know, but I wanted to know, and it, it was rough. It was just after so many years of being an Astros fan, you just it was it was just a wild ride. It was great. It was a great ride, but it was just it was tough. Oh yeah. Well, during during the Yankees part of it, I was sick, and so I would take Nyquil and try to stay awake till the game. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wake up for the, the yeah, good I kept parts? waking up and dozing off, and I was dreaming. And then I wake up and be like, "Oh, it'd be cool if he hit a triple right here." Bam! He hits a triple, and you're like, "What? Yeah, it's so crazy." Yeah. You you had season tickets. Did you get to go to any of the playoff games? You know what? We didn't. We oh didn't, man, uh, we didn't get to go into playoff games. My son won. Oh yeah, on the radio. Him. Yeah, he. Uh, Jim McInville gave away some seats to Michael Berry for uh, veterans and first responders. My mm-hmm. son is a, a Marine that served in uh, Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan. Yep. And so Michael drew his name, and he flew to L.A. for game six. Yeah. And uh, they had a charter jet and flew out there, and the whole nice seats, the whole do, but they lost that game, and then got in a giant L.A. traffic jam. They got back about six in the morning. It was a long day. <laughs> yeah. How cool was that of Jim to do that, man? Gallery furniture, folks. Jim, uh, Mattress Mac has always, has just always taken care of the community, but veterans and first responders. And, uh, this time Kevin's boy got to be a part of that. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. I was, uh, I was very proud to see that and hear about that. And, uh, Ramon got to take his dad too, right? Yeah. 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 That was cool. It's cool too. Thank yeah. I mean, That would be so fun. Me and Kevin have been on a private jet before. Have you ever been on a private jet before? Yeah, but it's been a long time. It was well yeah. before what you guys did. So yeah. I didn't get invited to that. Where'd you go That's on a okay. private jet, Josh? Oh, I went to Birmingham, Alabama. What for? Uh, well, uh, Michael Berry was doing a... Uh, Michael listen. Berry, the talk show host? Yeah, he's a talk show host. Um, oh, yeah, I know. That some, he's called the czar in some circles. Yeah, mm-hmm. czar. But he, um, yeah, he, he wanted Kevin and I to come up, and he wanted the whole band to come. I think, but we but you so just didn't want to invite Y'all me. had jobs. Thanks. No, y'all no, had I'm jobs, saying, and you couldn't take vacation. Right. Something like that. But it worked out good because he um, offered to fly us to Birmingham, Alabama. And Russell Abara, of course he offered it, but it was Russell Abara's decision. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was Russell's plane, but right. Michael, Michael offered it. But, uh, but yeah, well, then at the last minute, what was really cool was Russell, something came up and he couldn't go. And he easily could have just said, hey, dudes, you know, sorry, man. I, I wanted to take y'all up there, but I just can't. I hope y'all, you know, good luck. But he didn't. He sent his boy with him with instructions to not let us pay for anything and to take us, take care of us and give us a good time. And Derek took really good care of us. And Had a great flew, time with Derek. We flew up there and it was, what, two and a half hours from Hobby Airport to checking into our hotel. Just bam, bam. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> Heard a lot of stories about that trip. That was a good, good trip. trip. That was a good trip. That That's something that I definitely am grateful happened because I, I would ne- probably never gotten a chance to do that otherwise. 
It's really cool. Yep. How long did we play that night, Kevin? I think we played five, five and a half hours. I thought it was stop. seven. <laughs> Might have been seven. It just there and was how many times did we take a break? Zero. How no many breaks. drinks did we drink? Close to a hundred. <laughs> how many times did we pee? Zero. Even, that's why we didn't take a break. But you know, you got to ask though, because some people will just go ahead and pee. Filibusters oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, that's true. Well, filibusters do it. And what's the secret to not going to the bathroom? Don't break the seal. Don't break the seal. That's where <laughs> that came from. Don't break the seal, man. Yeah, but a hundred drinks. I mean, there was. Dude, it looked like it looked like Lyle Lovett's entire <laughs> orchestra had been had been binge drinking that night on that stage. It was, was ridiculous. There was Josh and I with acoustics, and some guy that lived there had like seven hundred harmonicas, and he joined us, oh, and then wow. Michael. And we were just setting empty drinks on the drum riser because we didn't take a drummer with us. So yeah. we had we had lots of room. You yeah. don't realize how much room a drummer takes up. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. You set, you set four hundred empty that's beer a, cans. That's up. a yeah. lot and of you drinks. You can, yeah, a lot of drinks he, you can set up. Yeah, he takes up the drummers take up all your drink space. Exactly. Oh yeah. And we were we were chugging them. I don't know. I really don't know. But when you play that long, <laughs> I guess it just adds up. But it looked so like a was it one of those deals where Michael's just calling out song oh, after yeah. song after song? Oh yeah. Like, Here, do this. Do this. Yeah. It was also the first time I ever heard Roll Tide Roll during Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> it scared the crap out of me. Well, you're in Alabama. I thought I was messing up. I knew I was in Alabama singing Sweet Home Alabama. I thought that was the, the end of the right. irony. You got yeah. it. You're doing good. And uh, also, we were like, Sweet Home Alabama, when we hear Roll Tide Roll. And I'm going, what? Yeah. Am I in trouble? Like, did I make them mad? I mean, no. you got how many people were there? There was like. Eight or nine hundred people yeah. in that little bar, and they're all they just, were, and they were all touching each other and trading DNA and buying us beers. It was <laughs> it was it was packed. Trading DNA and buying beer. <laughs> it was it was Lord. that place was it was built for two hundred, and there was nine hundred people in there. So it's like being on a subway train and playing a gig. It was yeah. it was packed. That's it was crazy. it was nuts. But yeah, they yell roll tie roll, and I go, I, I couldn't understand. And then finally, I think by the third or fourth time, I I realized what they were saying. Yeah, and I was going, man. But I, again, I'm terrible when it comes to college sports. So if I had known college sports well, then you all right over there, Kevin? Yeah, it's my bones creaking. <laughs> <laughs> kind of old. Trying to run a professional operation over here. Oh, really? Yeah. Since when? Yeah. Yeah. Well, since I started 30 minutes late. When did yeah. that start? <laughs> I was about to say you were on time for that too. Exactly. That's very cool. Man, I'm, so I'm looking forward to Coles. It's going to be uh, pretty good, except it's supposed to be raining. It's it's but that covered. stage is awesome. It's covered. It's yeah. a good stage. They got heaters. It's a nice yeah. sound system. It's an easy, easy setup, which for a band mm-hmm. is people don't understand how much trouble it is. Some places you got to drag your gear upstairs or oh yeah, through yeah, through, through stairways or whatever. Pretty sure drummers know. Just yeah, first pretty sure. first gig yeah, I got, but not not musicians, just drummers. Oh, there, well, first there, paid there it is. This is the first one. First paid gig I had as a band. Didn't even have lead guitars. You were there. Oh, David sorry. Eason. David Eason was my second guitarist. Oh, yeah, I just saw David. We just. David, David, David. I know. I yeah. was really uh, jealous. I, I didn't get invited to that. I don't know what happened. But so the very first paid gig we got was in Dallas, downtown Dallas. I forget the name of the the venue. Do you remember the name? City something. City. Streets? Good job. So it was City uh, something. City yeah. Tavern. City. I don't know. Maybe one of those. But it was up. It was an old building and had those really steep stairs, and you had to go upstairs to load in. And it was just me, a bass player, David Eason, and you. Yeah, and that's that's the same show where they literally turned told me to turn <laughs> down the so snare funny. first time and only time that's ever happened. <laughs> Sir, can you can you turn down your snare? Sure, let me get that volume up. 
He wasn't I can even, play softer. We, we were at the beginning. We didn't even have drum mics back then. There was nothing to turn down. And it was the people in the, in the first floor complaining about the noise coming from the second floor. Yeah. So it was like, can you turn your snare down? It was like, no. It ha- I mean, <laughs> I can play dynamically, but I don't do that. So. No, no, you're, you're no, a I'm not really, really rip it, drummer. drummer. Yeah, yeah. You just beat stuff. Yeah, just beat stuff. Mm. Somehow I've gotten away with it all these years. I don't know how. It works. It works. You keep hiring <laughs> me for gigs. So. Yeah, I do. Glutton for punishment. When I'm not the only one. You get to play some, with some other people. Our buddy Matt Rawls. Uh, yeah, play with Matt. Yeah, absolutely. We're not doing that many shows right now, but we got some stuff coming up. And what's that group you get with once a year? Or? Uh, Actually, we have in the past couple of years, but Natives are Restless. Yeah, They're yeah. real popular around the, the Conroe area. North side. These guys yep. are great. Great musicians. Been lucky to play with a lot of really, really good musicians. Yeah. Yeah. And me. And, 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 well, and Kevin. And Kevin. Yeah. So there's that. Well, then we get to do the Jam Fest with Captain Legendary Band. Oh, yeah. That's always Dub cool. Miller. Yeah. That's always cool. The anniversary show at the RCC is always a good time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Captain Legendary, those guys are legendary. At least, you know. You're, a big, you're a big fan. Yeah, I don't have my shirt on today. I should have should have brought it. But. I, I even gave you a heads up that you should bring. They're it. gonna be they're gonna be mad at me. They don't want to wear the shirt on the show. I'm sure, or maybe not. <laughs> maybe it's better. No, they, they don't. They want they want your support. They yeah. do. They're, oh, they're good. With, Those guys are awesome. They're playing with Jared Birmingham at the newly redone yeah, Shredder Hall. Girl. We did that well. Yeah. For y'all, for y'all who don't know out there in 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 Radio Land, the uh, Schrader Hall was. Put on eBay and bought, mm-hmm. and then uh, Matt Grohl, who is on uh, the Captain Legendary Band, him and his brother have restored it completely yep. to amazingly. Yeah, it looks well. phenomenal from what I've seen. I haven't been yeah. there, but <laughs> the, the pictures, pictures look are, yeah, incredible. Amazing. Yeah, Matt did a lot of hard work. Him and his brother, yep, pretty incredible what they've it's, been able to do. It's amazing. I mean, I was always, I always, I already knew they had a little construction job on the side but right. watching them do that was just yeah and hurricane harvey didn't slow them down a bit not at all that i would have i would have thought there would have been more of a hiccup because of that but there wasn't at all so yeah it was it was stuff. uh pretty impressive so if you guys hear these random sounds that you aren't used to hearing it's because the kids got off a half a day early today and they are being sweet they are running around the house tearing stuff up and all that's what that i would stuff. do if i got off school yeah. for half a day yeah i mean I'm doing it now. I'm just on vacation. <laughs> so, I mean. When are you going to get that GED? <laughs> oh, man. I'm way past that. It's too late. It's Save too yourself. Late. Too late for me yeah. now. Save yourself. Too late for me now. Oh, my gosh. I went to college. You did? Yeah. yeah. I didn't. Sam State. Like oh, yeah. Another plug. Eat about yeah. Bearcats. That's right. Went to semifinals this year. And lost to the same team we lose to every, every time year. we go to semifinals. <laughs> But uh, no, they had a great season though. So and Kevin's a Baylor Bear. Baylor Bear. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm a New Waverly Bulldog. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We didn't go that's to college. Right. None of the, none of the team that's did. Sorry, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Most of them didn't probably went to college, but I did not. Yeah, well, it's that's not the only thing in the world to do. There's a lot of it's stuff not. out there. The way it worked out for me, I had my GED before my classmates had their diploma. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm just, just like I'm done. I'm out. I'm See done. Get, got my good enough degree, and I'm <laughs> on my way. <laughs> never heard it called that. But that's, not that's from funny. not leaves not. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can't take full credit for that one. That's a Chris Rock one. Oh, okay. 
Good enough to agree. I have to do some impressions today. We got we got Hank Hill over here. And <laughs> right. We've got our uh, David Grohl over there. Oh, I don't I don't do it. Ain't about the Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken. It's yeah, Dave Grohl doing Christopher Walken. <laughs> we'll get into it. We can't give him all there that stuff go. all at one time. Who fight is? <laughs> he gave it to him now. No, it's just hey, well, shot, it's, shot early. It's out of context. If he'll do that and then Lolo Cat, you know, we're done. Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 Cat. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Oh no, we can't do it oh, yet. Right. No, it's way too early, dude. If, that's the closer. That's you're gonna yeah. people close their checks. Save something for later. Yeah, doing no no yeah. cat, yeah. but <laughs> all right. So I'll tell you what. Let's uh let's take a quick break, uh, real quick. Kevin, when was your first show? Your very first paid gig. Paid gig. Oh my god, we played. Uh, some guys had an automotive business, and they paid us to play country music, and we didn't know any. We just faked it, and it was on a Friday night in probably seventy eight, on. Uh, 1314 in Conroe. Wow. And we just started playing and making up songs as we went along, and they were drinking so much they didn't care. Man. That's pretty cool. Pretty good. We'll see y'all in a minute.
Sounds like the behavior of a drunk man, really. Some woman wakes up. Honey, why is there a, a pine tree in our living room? I like it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna decorate it for Jesus. Uh, And then I'm gonna hang my socks over the fireplace. <laughs> Fill them with candy. Maybe I'll tie some leaves to the ceiling, see if I can get some action. <laughs> now I gotta puke on that couch. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> some people get so into Christmas, they decorate their yards. It seems completely backwards. All right, chop down that tree, bring it in here. <laughs> Take all these lights, put them out there. Oh, I just gotta, I really gotta get a job. He's anti-Christmas. Easter, that's a weird tradition. Easter, the day Jesus rose from the dead, what should we do? How about eggs? Oh, well, what does that have to do with Jesus? All right, we'll hide them. I don't, I don't follow your logic. Don't worry, there's a bunny. Ridiculous. Thanksgiving? Yeah. Thanksgiving, it's like we didn't even try to come up with the tradition. The tradition is we overeat. Hey, how about Thanksgiving we just uh, eat a lot? We do that every day. Oh, what if we eat a lot with people that annoy the hell out of us? Oh, he's the anti-family. Most of we use holidays so we can eat more. You know? I normally don't have a burger, a brat, and a steak, but it is 4th of July. And uh, I need the energy if I'm going to start blowing crap up. That's what the founding fathers would want. My favorite holiday is Halloween, and not just because women use it as an excuse to dress like prostitutes. You ladies totally do. I'm a witch if she was a hooker. I'm Little Miss Muffet. I'm sure you are. Hey, that almost sounded dirty, fella. As a kid, Halloween was amazing. You dress like a superhero, you bang on your neighbor's door, and they give you candy. I do that today, my neighbor wants me arrested. Probably because I make a hot cat woman. Kitty wants some candy. (laughs) 
Remember that from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? And they wonder why we do drugs. Oh, that was negative. How about those traditions, fellow? Why don't you go back to that? Valentine's Day, the tradition is we give each other those big red hearts filled with the gamble chocolate. Have you ever eaten any chocolate out of those big red hearts with any confidence? Mm -hmm. Well, this could either be really good or totally nasty. And I'm just big enough to find out. Ah, I got the one filled with toothpaste. I'm gonna have to eat another nine to get rid of that flavor. There's the big red hearts filled with the gamble chalk out of the tiny chalk heart-shaped anacids. I know I make you nauseous. Here's a Tums with Hug Me written on it. Maybe that'll help. I know nothing about Saint Valentine. I assume he's the patron saint of overpriced greeting cards. That's an odd ritual, really. You know, we go out and we buy cards that already have things written in them. It's like, hmm. Yeah, that's something I'd say. Just add my name here at the bottom. Hey, yo! You like what that early guy wrote in there? Took me five seconds to find it. Cost me two bucks. Greeting cards would make sense if there was something profound written in there, but it's always like, Happy birthday! Couldn't think of that yourself? I'm not a slogan machine. Relax, enjoy the difference at Classic Galveston. Hi, I'm Howie Bentley, owner of Classic Auto Group Galveston, inviting you to the classic way of doing business, which means the customer always comes first. Need service after the sale? We've got you covered with our service parts and body shop. Let us cater to your needs the classic way, island style. Visit us at ClassicGalveston.com. Classic Galveston, enjoy the difference, island style. Y'all all right? Hello. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everybody. We back. Uh, welcome back to the Josh Fuller show. <laughs> Pause for effect. <laughs> Last week, I, I tried to do the censoring part myself from like, it's another Fuller show. Uh, <laughs> it just I, still sounds the that. same. Yeah. It doesn't sound like I censored it at and all. Nobody can guess what you're saying. Nobody right? can nobody. guess what I'm yeah. saying. It's, it's the shoot show or the shut show or okay. the or shot show. Yeah. Chat show. You're going to run out. <laughs> That's I think I don't even think there's any more words that start like that. <laughs> no, better not quit. You better quit looking for them. So we were talking about drummers and um and and studios. Oh yeah. While we were off the air, mostly, and Kevin has a really we stopped him in the middle of it because we sensed that it was going to be good. <laughs> so uh, Kevin, t let's let's hear this story about a studio at a drummer's house. It's not that good a story, but I'll go anyway. <laughs> Make oh. it good. I mean, you know. So we were, <laughs> so we're, we're a, a, a guy I work for. Uh, he owns uh, Cole's Smokehouse, by the way. Uh, we were recording some stuff for him, and the drummer's name was Geronimo. Honest to God. All right. And, and as most drummers go, he had a studio. And so we were going to record some stuff at Geronimo's place. And it was down by Galveston somewhere. I'm not sure. It was a town about the size of a chiclet. <laughs> and his recording studio, was 
literally 12 feet from a railroad track. It was, I've never seen a building this close to a railroad track. And so we would get everything set up and we'd get ready and hit out. And we were still on tape back then. Mm. We weren't doing, you know, the Pro Tools thing. It was still tape. And before he'd punch the button, he'd go look out the back door and turn his head left and turn his head right. And I think his mama taught him because he'd turn his head left one more time before he crossed the street. And then he'd shut the door and make the motion and you'd start recording. And you had at least, you know, four minutes before a train came by. <laughs> and when a train came by, I mean, it's an old wooden building with the, it just up on blocks. It just rattled. You just knew it was going to turn over. So you're saying he did a lot of train songs. <laughs> Everything had a train beat, yeah. whether, whether yeah. it was a ballad or not. Right. I can just imagine he's sitting there, there, but like in the moment, he totally forgets, and a train comes by in the sweet spot. He's like, "Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go cut all that tape out now." Yeah. How many times? Yeah, it was tape too. How many That's times a did you forget to look for the train? Oh, you know, man. damn. <laughs> that was, so was it. Was it like analog tape, or are you talking about ADAT and stuff like that? D eighty eight, the digital it, stuff. It was old eight track. Though. It was old eight. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's a nightmare if you're talking about yeah. interruptions. Yeah. You just <laughs> take forty seven. Why yeah. is it such a busy line? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should write shorter songs. <laughs> shorter songs and longer trains. I bet he learned how to splice. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, that's it. Had to get good. Yeah. Or a lot of low end in those songs. Yeah. Too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just worked it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trains on track five. Literally, <laughs> just leave a yeah. mic out. I'm gonna there. need, yeah. I'm gonna need yeah. a reverb pedal. No, you won't. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not today. That, that is not today. Funny uh, man. Stuff. You know, it's like uh, New Waverly is two A ball, and so every place we played was two A. Yeah. I swear, every school has a every two A school it's has a railroad track. Yeah, it's right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, and it's it's within it's within uh, oops distance. You know, like I think they're trying to weed us out slowly. Like. Man, what are we gonna do with all these rednecks? Put it by a paint train track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll weed out the ignorant ones. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's how we do it here. The Darwin Darwin Awards over well, there. But. Remember, we used to go to Palestine to play a gig, and on the way up there, there was a place right by the railroad track that was a bail bond place. Yeah, and it was on the way to Palestine. It wasn't in Palestine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was past. I remember it was past Trinity. Well, you do need a place for the kids yeah. to play uh-huh. where you're getting your bond stuff. <laughs> you, so, kids, right. you kids go get on the swing on. set while mama gets daddy out of jail. And it <laughs> Again. Was, it was permanent playgrounds. Better than most parts. Yeah, it was in there. We saw some kids swinging on it and the, and yeah. the legs stayed in the ground. Yeah. They didn't even wobble up yeah. and out of the ground. Yeah. Well, you could tell it was a nice place because it was across the street from the Dairy Queen. Yeah, Dairy Queen. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to be across the street from the Dairy Queen. You kids go across the street and get you a peanut buster parfait and come play in the playground while I get daddy out of the pokey. <laughs> How come daddy and, 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 and aunt Sue always get arrested together? <laughs> right. I don't know. Hmm. How come you don't talk like us? <laughs> oh, oh, good old good old redneck jokes, yeah. Whew, it's getting hot in here. Y'all got me laughing now. It's a little warm. A little warm. What positions do you play at Sam? I play defensive tackle for Sam State. Yeah. For a little while until I blew out my knee. My other knee. I blew out one in high school, blew out one in college. So That's all of them, isn't it? That's all of them. That's all of them. That's all I had, yeah. And y'all so, wouldn't believe it. Was it a lot but, of fun. But old Kevin Bull here was a uh a massively well, talented. He can runner. run like a gazelle. I know. I know. Like a gazelle Middle even distance now. runner. I had no sprint speed whatsoever. I, you couldn't drag me behind a Buick quick enough to outrun somebody in the 100-yard dash. <laughs> My dad 
in his 40s who smoked could outrun me in 100. But give me a half mile to put some whooping on you, and I wear you down. Like a <laughs> redstone. I'd get in your I'd And that's your how head. he met his wife. <laughs> I, yeah, she didn't want to marry me, but I just wore her down. Yeah, I just yeah, wore him down. I'm relentless. Yeah. Just kept chasing relentless. her. Yeah. Just kept chasing her. Yeah. So one of the funniest stories that, that I remember you telling me about your running days is about your buddy. Um, and y'all were, y'all were breaking Christmas lights, oh, wasn't it's, it? It's a Christmas it's story. It's a Christmas story. It's a Christmas story. Yeah. So, so back in the day long, long time ago, Christmas bulbs were decent size. They were like C5. And made by Thomas Edison. Made by Thomas Edison. They were all handmade. And if you unscrewed one Christmas bulb, the rest of the string didn't work, and neither did any of the ones plugged in after it. So they lived in uh, a golf course neighborhood called River Plantation. And so we were going around taking just one or two light bulbs (laughs) out of everybody's everybody's Christmas decoration because it just seemed like the thing to do. And then if they, they caught us, we'd just run. We were all on the track team. We're all in great shape. The homeowners aren't going to catch us. And so this guy came out, Jerry Fuquay, had a pocket full of bulbs in his sweatpants. This guy started chasing us, and we were running. And it was dark, and it was a full moon. And we're laughing because he has no shot of catching us. And Jerry's out front because he, he, he won state in the half back when we still ran the half. And he could run. He was out front moving like a gazelle. And he turned around to look and was laughing. And when he turned back around, he realized what he thought was a water hazard was too close to him and he couldn't do anything. So he was just going to dive into it and make a big splash. Except it was a sand trap. (laughs) (laughs) And until you see a guy that is capable of running less than a two-minute half mile, just just full out, Tarzan, (laughs) arm spread, dive into a sand trap in the dark. You hadn't lived. It... When we pulled his face out of the out of the sand, <laughs> you if you had a police sketch artist, you'd know exactly who that was. You'd be like, That's Jerry Fuquay. We're going to his house right now. His face is stuck <laughs> his, in the sand. I mean the eyebrows, eyelashes. It was, it was an imprint. I mean it was like the Seinfeld. Oh, they'd pick him up in ten minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was gonna download a bunch of clips from Seinfeld for Festivus. Festivus <laughs> yeah, for Festivus. the rest of us. And now the grieving of the air <laughs> the airing of the grievances. Airing of the grievances. <laughs> And feats of strength, right? That's it. Bring out the aluminum pole. <laughs> the, we should have done that. We should have planned ahead. Maybe we'll do that for Friday. I saw a deal on Facebook, and it was a Costanza gram, and it was you can make a donation to the Human Fund. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's on Instagram there's Costanza grams. Yeah, you can get all that, all those <coughs> funny clips all day long. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Costanza. Yeah. I've watched that. I've binge watched Seinfeld now. Four times this year, I think, season from the beginning to the end. I can't stop watching. Like every time I'm scrolling, 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 I can't find anything fun to watch. I default to Seinfeld. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this works. No matter how many times I watch it, it's always still funny. (laughs) It's crazy. It it is. You know what's coming, and it's still hilarious. Yeah, Yeah, you know the punchline and everything. It's still funny. (laughs) We were we were talking the other day, and we just said a random Seinfeld line, and then an hour and a half later, Seinfeld's on TV. And it's that episode. It's that episode yeah. So we're all sitting down, and you wait for Elaine, and she looks at the girl, and in an Australian accent goes, "The dingo ate your baby." <laughs> <laughs> the dingo ate your baby. Hey, where's that camera pointing at? Oh, <laughs> I was just <laughs> the lens probably gave that away that it's pointing at you, but. <laughs> It was, it was it was off. I was like, man, my shoulders must look good in this shirt. 
No, I know better. Things the cross-eyed girl says. (laughs) (laughs) Good grief. Can't take him anywhere. He's why we can't have nice things. Can't have nice things. Kevin Bull. It's his fault. Kevin Bull? It is. Well, I'm trying to think think of something else that we could... uh, segue into real easily off of that but i couldn't i couldn't come up with anything so kevin's got tons of stuff go ahead well no i know what i wanted to talk about i just couldn't think of the segue that i want like oh i I couldn't do it smoothly yeah okay i don't do segues what were you talking about (laughs) no so i played that brian i played that uh that brian regan clip uh uh, i mean jim gaffigan clip about the the holiday stuff i want to see what your guys' traditions are now one tradition that we all enjoy in the band is kevin's uh texas Trash. So uh, I'm not going to ask you to give the recipe out or anything. No, no. no. So, so my dad made this every year, and he's been gone for 12 years now. So we make it, and it's just you know it's Chex mix with spices and stuff, and and I make it and give it out to my band members, and then they cry. Well, there's two of us because me and my wife. I'm not going to say who that is, Booch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Likely story. But uh, so Josh texted me the other night, and and I've given these guys the recipe. I'm okay with it. So Josh texted me the other night and was like. Hey, do you mind if I give uh, my mom your trash recipe? I'm like, no, go ahead. And then like a minute later, what is it? <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you ask me for it? So <laughs> can I give it to her? What is it? What, what is, is it? it? It's a bucket of dirt. <laughs> I've, got, I've got like four pans at the house still. We, yeah. We still, yeah, because Lacey made some and, and uh, now she makes it every year. So it's like, you know. Your, your trash is making the rounds. That's, you know, Bull that's, trash. That's His what, trash is your treasure. That's uh, you, you, go. you spice it up a little bit, though. Y'all like really, oh, y'all well, like we, really yeah, spicy we, food. We, Boots loves spice. Yeah, put a ton of cayenne in it, and then it's just, yeah, it's it's got to like burn your mouth. I mean, that's what Christmas smells like when you when you smell <laughs> trash burning in the house. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. It's like, hey, it's If you're a homeless guy, <laughs> burning trash. <laughs> hey, we got some bull trash burning, so it's we did that. Because, you know, we live way out in the country, and so... We had um, big pits like that we would put, um, we'd do our own silage and oats and all that for our cows. And so we had these really long 20-foot deep pits, and they were probably 200 yards long. And we put, we cut the silage, you put it in there, and it ferments, mm-hmm. and then you feed it to the cows. Well, we had one extra one that we didn't use, anything, so we used it for a dump. Okay. And so we would fill it up, and then once it got full, I probably shouldn't even, I'm probably going to get busted. <laughs> Wait, is this one of your Christmas by, traditions? By the EPA. Well, it was about this time of year. Oh, okay. Well, there you it, go. it would be full, and so up in flames that dump went, and uh, that smell is. Yep, I'm probably going to get EPA'd on that one. Oh well, cousin Eddie, what What's are you doing? Statue out there? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, can't even say the line. But... <laughs> you can. No, no, we can't want our we want our grandkids to hear this show. Or you could say crappers full. Crappers full. Crappers, crappers full. There you go. Sort of. You can it, say, I mean, it, it is internet radio. Yeah. It, yeah. So it, we, it's not the FCC won't, unless that's part of the new net neutrality deal. Merry I don't Christmas, know. shitter's full. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You're quoting somebody, you know. So, yeah, it's, I tell my kids that they're really upset and they're trying to tell me a story. I, I'm it's like, a quote. You, it's a quote. You can tell what the, I want to know exactly what they said. So, you know, so it's as long as you're quoting it, I think it's okay. That, yeah. yeah. Or, or say it while you're using your yeah. fingers. Yeah, the R- the, those are the Air RTs. Yeah, everybody knows what I'm talking about. The, uh, Never do that. Air no. RTs. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> the retweets. So did the neighbors burn theirs at the same time as a big festival? Or? <laughs> Festivus. 
We didn't have neighbors. They were airing grievances. They were, they were airing, airing something. Grievances. They were airing it. We would do something like that. The Aaron, not not Aaron, but it made me think of it. But we would do. I forget what it was. It was a it was a religious thing that we did. Um, it's called church. That's a cult, Josh. <laughs> that's a cult. No. People called it that. No, I'm no, but where you would um, there would be things that you would. It's kind of similar to like a Lent thing where you give something up for the year. But anyway, uh-huh. I don't remember. I was too young when we were doing it. But they'd build a big bonfire and you throw stuff in there that you were trying to get rid of in your life. So <laughs> I had a great oh, collection wow. of wedding rings after that. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, trash is a tradition. Oh yeah, yeah these, sorry. Back these, to your traditions. Yeah, so, not, not about me. So yeah, so you know that's just and we and we give it away to you know friends and family, and I give I make some for some of my customers. Mm-hmm. So people you don't like, you sprinkle a little X lax. You know? No, no, I'm just kidding. Do that. I'm kidding. Oh, you did that to me, didn't you? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> I'm not getting any from Booch though. No, mine's good. Lacey makes it. So oh, his good. is good. What's yeah. mine? Trash? <laughs> well, yeah, it's bull trash. <laughs> so is there any... <clears throat> you got a new addition to the family. Yes, we do. So how is that going to play into our your your normal Christmas uh, schedule? Schedule. Schedule. You know, um, Mrs. Bull is a school district employee, so she gets out a couple of days before Christmas and then has the rest of the time off. So she she runs around and gets everything done and lined up and ready to go, but because of the hurricane, we're not having Christmas at my mother in law's house, which we normally do. Ah. So it's at our house, and we're in a smaller rent house right now. So it's a, uh, you know, if you take twenty crazy people and jam them into a house that's designed for like four people, mm-hmm. that's basically what my Christmas is going to be like. Awesome! Um, it'll be a lot of fun, and everybody wants to stay. We're like. Well, y'all can just drive up from Houston. And they're like, no, we're staying in the night. We, like, we'll pitch in on a hotel. Oh, no, we're staying. <laughs> we're going to roll that futon out and everybody's staying. So it'll be. So it's like the Griswolds. Oh, it's just going to be it, the Griswolds. It is the can Griswolds. I, can I be Cousin Eddie? Can I come on over and you stay for a month? You ain't even asked. We're taking that with Clark, us when we leave Clark next that month. There, it's an RV, and don't you fall <laughs> in love with RV. it. RV. She's, <laughs> she's leaving with me next month when we leave here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it will be. Your cousin Eddie without trying. Yeah. Well, I know. Somebody's got to. It, it will be like that, and uh, <laughs> the house isn't big enough for me to go hide anywhere. Oh, that's yeah. There's only two bathrooms, so I'm thinking about getting a porta potty bag. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get a little, little hectic around there. You've been in your house for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all have any? Do y'all go well? Okay, so recently your folks have moved closer to you now. Yes, you used to go see, have to go see them on on Christmas. Yeah, we do, and we would have any any anyway. I mean, when yeah. they, they lived farther away, obviously went up there at least some point, either like the weekend before, or sometimes the weekend after. Right. So it'll be the same this year, you know. Um, okay, but you know, my my brothers and my sister they have you know their own celebrations, and my brothers have their own kids mm-hmm. and now grandkids and. So, you know, they do that, their thing on Christmas Day. So we do extended family stuff either the weekend before or weekend after that kind of thing. I've been trying to think of when I'm going to start having my own instead of going to every, everywhere. I'm, I'm usually, we're usually the family that drives. So we start, we have three or four stops along the way. And, yeah. But this year, I guess I kind of got what I asked for uh, and more than I bargained for because we're having a Christmas brunch where my mom and extended family from her husband's side are all coming up from Clear Lake to have brunch with us. And then we're having a family Christmas here again. Normally we get to go somewhere else and they'd have to do the cooking. So we're having to cook a big brunch for about 20 people and then have to go back and cook a big 
lunch slash dinner, a dinner for about <laughs> 30 people. Yeah. So we're going to be cooking everything yeah. all day and cleaning all day. But we don't have to drive. so that's The good. traditional that's Christmas thing. bologna sandwiches is a good choice. Um, and you can make those ahead of time. The, you know, right. I, it's, it's kind of weird to talk about the same thing twice on a uh, on one podcast, I think. But you brought it up, and I'm going to see if I can't find it really fast. Because y'all won't believe what happened. This one lady in her uh, story about bologna. More than 200 pounds hold on more than 200 pounds of unclaimed bologna were seized at a border crossing what do you think about that kevin you know what i heard that story from somewhere on the news and she was crossing the border and there was for some some reason they won't let you bring meat vegetables any of that yeah 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 because they don't want you to introduce new diseases i know and we know what disease you get from bologna so um the Oscar Mayer disease. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't eat bologna. That's one of them trick questions where he yeah. says it to see yeah, if you have it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh. I eat piccolo because I'm sophisticated. Oh. And if you asked me the last time I had a piccolo sandwich, I would tell you. Yesterday? This morning. Right oh, got this here. morning. This morning for breakfast, yeah. boys. Well, I like the bologna with the jalapeno in it. Mm-hmm. There I go again. The there you go. Yeah, yeah I but just, it's yeah. If you're gonna eat bologna, yeah, some, my parents never forced me to eat bologna, so I just didn't well, eat it. I well, could stand it. We it looked gross. We some people forced. like it. We okay. weren't forced. Okay. You could go to bed hungry. If you well, here's wanted. this lady will get you some. Two hundred pounds of it at a time. No, she didn't get any. I don't need she that didn't get much. home with her bologna. That's so. true. Yeah, that's tough. somehow I automatically just started to tweak that. Do you know what a yeah. uh, do you know what a bologna hole is? Ooh, no. Do uh, you bitch? Uh, I'm not gonna say even if I did, but so so. Uh, but the way uh, my mind works, you don't no, want me explaining no, a blo- it. A baloney hole is if you have a neighbor that has a really aggravating dog. You dig a hole slightly larger than the dog, <laughs> and you throw a piece of baloney in. And when he goes in to get it, you hit him in the head with a shovel and cover it up. So a baloney <laughs> hole can be anything from a chihuahua up to a German Shepherd. So they're wow. they, they range so in size. We hope none of Kevin's <laughs> neighbors are listening because they all know where their they dogs are. This section of the show brought to you by PETA. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they all know what a baloney hole is. <laughs> you you would hear my cousin say that. You know what you need? You need a baloney hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it could be for people too. Yeah. It could be for yeah. Yeah, right. if you get a guy to jump in a hole for a piece of baloney, I guess it could, but where does baloney originate? Like, you know, what kind of food is it? <laughs> well, it's either beef or other but, uh, meat products. Okay, but it's so, like you know, pasta, you know, Italian. You know, it falls, like, what it is falls, it? It falls into the, That's you know, Italian. most most sausages, Italian-American. most sausages come from Europe okay. where they would use all the leftover cuts of meat to make so they don't something waste because you didn't yeah. waste anything. Right. So so it's either probably Italian or or out of, out of Germany. You know, they're famous for... You know, all the different kinds of, of... With the way it's spelled, I'll go with Germany. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Can you spell it? You can always Google it. I can. Can you spell well, it without saying it? Yeah, B-O-L-O-G-N-A, there. Wow, that's pretty good. Can you I spell just... bananas without singing it? <laughs> I, get, I, I don't know when to stop. It's like That's how I am with Mississippi. Yeah. I... I exercise, exercise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't, we don't need to talk about spelling. Kevin, spell Kirkendall. Go. <laughs> K-U-Y-K-E-N-D-A-H-A. Thank you. Boom. Oh, sweet. Look at that. Look at that. Don't drop the mic. <laughs> yeah. We need that. We don't, yeah. It's not going to drop anyways. Mm-hmm. So, so you're talking about Christmas. Booch is the, the last one to have a family in the room. 
because he married Lacey and they had children. So oh, the she, last one to acquire family. to acquire a family. So <laughs> to acquire. I was like, is that how you do it? Dang, acquire my family. Go, Kevin. Let me do my family. You went. You went from being a single guy. Yeah. To having a wife and, right. and two daughters. Yeah, sure. you got you what one did, of them pre-built. What, what did your families. Christmases turn into at that point? Um, did you have to start decorating the house, put lights on the outside? Because uh, as know, a single guy, if you hung lights on the outside, I don't know. Yeah, and that's so uh, we I didn't when I was single, but yeah. just this year was like the first time we did, <laughs> and and that's because Lacey did it. So there you go. And if she hadn't done it, then it probably wouldn't happen. But every year, and even when I was single. I didn't do a traditional Christmas tree in my house usually every year when I was single. I did a drum tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you you stack the drums up and you put lights around the drum kit and it's a drum tree. So I did that, you know. Is that, is that's, that's, is that's that a symbol of a tree? No, no. It's, it's a yeah, symbol. It's symbol. <laughs> I see what you did there. C-Y-N-D-A-L. Right. Uh, no, You're going to ride that joke forever. <laughs> but uh, I did that every year, and that's still something we do. He caught you in his snare. Yeah, I still do that. Girls like do it. You? Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's good stuff. Sweet. I made a uh, tree out of uh, rope. I, I was a roommate. My roommate was a roper, calf roper. And so we used the rope right. instead of uh, tinsel and garland or what I don't know, popcorn. And then we put lights on it, and all the beer we drank, we just crushed the cans. Poked yep. holes in them and strung them together, and that's what we did instead yeah, of a little popcorn string. Yeah. The tree didn't smell very good, but it was it was right. country. Dang on it. That's my buddy Billy Reynolds. Billy, if you're listening, I still remember that tree. Sorry, I, he likes the, he likes the attention. Um, <laughs> so oh, we yeah. got okay, we got to make yeah. sure we say hi to so shout outs. So I had a, a sales call with the uh, this factory rep one time, and it was at Christmas. And we walk in, and place has a tree decorated, and they got more tinsel on there than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And she asked the receptionist, she goes, can I have a piece of the tinsel? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Will you tell me what for? She goes, yeah. And she takes it, and you cut it three or four inches, and you put it on somebody's rearview mirror. You lick it and put it on there and squeeze it real hard, and it looks like their mirror is cracked. So she would do that at home no to her way. mom. Oh, yeah, a piece, piece of silver tinsel will make any mirror Look like it's got a big giant crack. In that's it. funny. I just did the normal stuff where you put the saran wrap over the toilet seat. Yeah, see, I did that to my <laughs> wife, and she thought that I thought of that myself. I was like, no, that's old. <laughs> that's old. That's an old. Did she never, goes way back. Did she never go to camp? <laughs> she goes way sad, back. Man. That's like, I can't take credit for that one. I was working at a uh, when I was back when I was doing wheel repair, and in the shop, the technicians, all the new guys, the new porters or whatever. Right. When the porter would go to take to back it out of the bay, they take a bunch of bubble wrap. Whether it be the big one or the or the the little the big packets like Amazon yeah, the things, big, the big they don't have they didn't have those back a few years ago. Those are pretty new. No, those big packs, yeah. But the, yeah. but at least the big bubbles, yeah. and they put that bubble wrap behind the back tire before he knew it. So <laughs> he starts backing out of this garage, yeah. bang, and he's like, ah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What about you guys? Any pranks, Kevin? Oh, we saw we saw a guy that. Oh, took, you're the one that gave us the prank. Took, took a Kevin. took a smoke bomb and put it up under his buddies engine block mm-hmm. and it was the kind that you pull the ring to make it start oh, and so then they tied a piece of fishing line to the fence so this guy gets in his car starts the engine everything's fine puts it in reverse starts backing up turns his head i turn my head so you can see it and uh <laughs> right back, so you can see how that works. Notes. kevin yeah. turns his head it's like, it's like dopper <laughs> he turned his head <laughs> and obviously he moves two feet and then there's just a pile of smoke pouring out under his hood so he puts it in park and he's out there looking and they're sitting inside the shop just laughing you know, can't find out what's wrong with his car. Mm-mm-mm. My dad was the king of pranks, but the problem is most of his pranks would 
I don't think the statute of limitations is <laughs> now. Oh, wow, man. But he has. It would involve an M80, two cows, <laughs> a cactus. Close. A pair of jumper cables, how many a gallon of, of snow how, peas. how many sticks of dynamite does an M80 equal? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> No, he had some good ones. They're funny stories. We'll have to get you out to tell them sometime. Or I have to at least get him to write me a permission slip. That's okay. Yeah, permission slip. Yeah. yeah. I definitely yeah. don't want to see him get arrested. He's he's enjoying fishing. See the much. judge to sign a waiver or something. Is there a fishing team in prison? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be up at Crockett playing on the playground trying to go to the bell bonds. We'll yeah. Trying to, yeah. We'll be up to make a trip up to Crockett. I'll meet yeah. you at Dairy Queen. <laughs> yeah. Give me a right. hunger buster. <laughs> Good grief. Um, oh, did y'all hear Chris Stapleton was the number one played artist on all jukeboxes across the nation, all genres? Number one played on all jukeboxes. That's a pretty cool stat. Because, you know, like radio and all that stuff is like, eh, okay, whatever. It's whatever people want to say that it is. But all the jukeboxes, jukeboxes don't lie. That yeah. people, that's what the people want. Well, in these days, you can pretty much pick whatever you want they're mm-hmm. not like the old school where it's like you go in and they got you know records four or five right. actual records and one of them's perry como but um you know yes you know now the pick, labels are faded choose. yeah so that's pretty cool is that 68 or 88 right <laughs> push both <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm the 88 guy i hope i'm hoping to get picked accidentally <laughs> yeah yeah but that's pretty that's pretty sweet though like everywhere you go like it's pretty cool it's interesting it is interesting. So, I don't know. I wonder what that equals with uh, money. You probably made thirty cents off of it, at least. Well, do, I wonder. <coughs> would you, I wonder if digital jukeboxes these days pay ex- what the same standard streaming fee would be. Uh, like if you get a hundred so plays on a jukebox, you make a nickel. You know, it's I don't know. I don't know if that if that's you don't know? the same. Yeah, it's probably you don't even make the nickel. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So, so who counts the people in the bars, Randy? It goes by your maximum occupancy. On jukebox sales. But do you think jukebox companies, Randy, everybody, uh, yeah. do you think jukebox companies have figured out that they could pay less if they say that they're using iTunes streaming as opposed to the standard way? Yeah, BMI will get them. Yeah. BMI sets the rules. Yeah, yeah. BMI has kept, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Cool. Yeah. No. I know they got weird, weird things, and I, I don't want to get blacklisted from the industry yet. I have some opinions on a lot of that <laughs> stuff, but what? but I do know, like you know, a lot of those big royalty companies they go into these places and they don't specifically ask. Now, in a jukebox, to be different. There's a digital record of who's being played, but they, when they go into places like the Redneck Country Club and they say, okay, how many people, how many nights are you open? How many nights do you have live music? Or how many hours are you playing live music? How many hours are you playing recorded music? What's your occupancy? Blah, blah, blah. They ask all these questions and they come up with this number that they charge them for their licensing fee, yeah, right? right? And then that all goes into a big pot. But they don't say, how many times did Josh Fuller play here? How many times did Captain Legendary play here? How many originals did they do? And so then it all goes into a pot. And so then the people, the powers that be in these PRO companies get to say who gets that money mm. and based on, I guess, who's popular and what it is. But so by the time it gets to me, if I don't log into my ASCAP account and say, hey, I played this venue on this day and played this many originals, uh, I won't get paid, then most of the time they won't even know I'm here. And yeah. that's the only way to do it. And what's funny is I got into a heated argument with a venue owner one time because he told me I was double dipping by doing that. It's like, you already got paid to play at my venue. 
So why then should you go and report what you played for your original so that you get paid for your music? And my mind was just like, well, because it's it's my songs and you're paying it anyway. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> and nobody's gonna tell them that I played my song at your venue. So how are they gonna know? How do I get my how do I get my money? Yeah. A couple so, of things. I thought double dip admit you had skull and Copenhagen. <laughs> in this part of the country and, probably. And all does. the money goes into a pot. Pot's illegal in Texas. You have to go to Colorado <laughs> to get your money. So I don't know what you're complaining about. Well, unless no. it's medical, they got some. They've opened up some medical. Are we a medical now. band? Is that what we are now? We are now. Yeah, yeah. we all so, have. We all have our medical alert bracelets so, now, and the little buttons on our necks in case we fall down. So is that where Band Aid comes from? Band Aid? No, that comes <laughs> from. Uh, what's that? Ah, oh, what's that name? Of that movie with uh, the the almost famous. That's what that movie's from. Band Aid. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, with uh, what's her name? <laughs> I don't. Goldie Hawn's daughter. What's her name? I can't even remember her name. Hutchins, 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 Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson. There Kate you Hudson. go. That's her name. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Well, because you know, there's that girl. You y'all know her probably from Conroe, Heather, and she looks like Kate Hudson. We she used to come to some of the shows and everything. And so every time I think of Kate Hudson, I want to call her Heather because she looks Heather looked just like her. Y'all remember her? No, looked no. just like Kate Hudson to you. Yeah, obviously. I mean, yeah. <laughs> In your mind, obviously. I don't remember, but obviously, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't say anything incriminating there. Anything incriminating? There. Right. Got sure. to do my warm up somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's you got till tomorrow for that. So you're good. Yeah. Or wait. Yeah. Yeah. You start a day early and be primed for Friday. Oh yeah, Friday I'll be. But you're you're nice playing tonight though. So. Am I? No. No. Uh, no tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. Yeah. Tomorrow. Open mic night. But I think we're gonna. Transition that into a songwriter night on well, that next year. Me out. Yeah, you're out. Oh, that's fine. Unless you can just like you can do like hip hop, play it, <laughs> no. take it home. No, no, I can't. <laughs> you I can... like Adidas, my favorite kind no. of sneakers. Yeah, you yeah. can freestyle. You can freestyle. Oh yeah, well, no, I just beatbox. I know, I don't even do that, so I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> don't ask. You got the filter. Well, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Cajon is so beat. The mic's against me. Boxing. No, it is. A, yeah, you're it's, beating yeah, a box yeah, on that. a cajon. That's so, fine. So I don't know if y'all know, Boots is, has the best drum tech in the world. He married her and trained her. Yeah, way. I married her because she's that good at drum tech. Yeah. yeah. So I had no idea. What came first, the drum tech or her as a, as a, as a wife? Um, the world may never know. It's like chicken and egg thing. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. one of y'all is the chicken? <laughs> did she show yeah, up? I opened the door on that one. Huh? <laughs> did she show up with drum tech school skills or did you teach her that? I, it was just, it, it just came naturally. She just knew it. She just, yeah, I don't know. It's She's like, that little thing, he goes on that little bopper, and there you go. Thingy yeah, bopper. she just knew. She just, we started setting stuff up, and, you know, she watched me play a couple times, obviously, before she, you know, offered to help out. But as soon as she offered to help out, it was like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so. He went down to adjust then, his kick drum pedal and put a right, ring on her finger. Right, and I was like, maybe we should take our relationship to the next. No. Would you like to be a drum tech? She's like, roadie? Roadie? I can be your roadie? <laughs> right. No, I want you to no. be my wife. Right. <laughs> and my roadie. But she's good at it. She is. She is good. She helps. She busts her butt up there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And every now and then, Kevin and sons would come up to the shows and help them out. What happened to that? They just got bored. Well, I can't make enough money to pay for alcohol for the oldest one. I don't, That's I don't, true. I don't, I don't, I, if he shows up, my beer tab is gone and my paycheck is gone. It's like I can roll up cords my damn self. <laughs> cigars are gone. Yes, yeah, cigars <laughs> cost me cost me a nice cigar. All my my 
beer money and my gig money. And the last couple of times you were as being his wingman trying to set him up with people. And what happened there? He doesn't like he doesn't like my choices. He doesn't like. There was one. There was one show. I don't know if you hung out after that show or not. It was the same show at Coles. And then, oh, my buddy he, Sam said. And that up. girl, yeah, his buddy Sam said him over the girl. <clears throat> that girl just hung out with us. Like at the end of the night, we're sitting there trying to set up, and she just kind of walks up. She's like, "Hey," and Kevin's like, "Uh, so uh, how's it going?" She's like, it, "It's fine." Where's Josh? Oh, he's inside. And so we're just now we're stuck with this girl. That's, <laughs> we're like, "What are we supposed to do here?" <laughs> we're waiting on Josh. Hurry up, Josh! Yeah, and then Josh yeah. got there and just practically ignored her. She rode home with her parents. That's always yeah, that's, that's always a sign right there. Sign right there. My yeah. mom and dad are waiting in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, man. It's like that. I saw that, that picture today, that cartoon where it said uh, no uh, nobody can sit on Santa's lap without an attorney present. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the day and age we live in, unfortunately. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right, well, let's, uh, I guess, take us another break here, fellas, so we can uh, let our ears cool off. These earphones are hot. You were right about that. I get the inners. Yeah. Why not? Let's play a little music from our friends, Captain Legendary, man. Oh, yeah, I like those guys. Bye. There we go.
accident or just a fender bender, the last thing you need to do is tangle with the big city. When Classic Auto Group Collision Center can take care of all your repairs, island style, our certified technicians can repair any maker model and we back up every repair with a lifetime warranty. Classic Auto Group Collision Center now open at 6601 Harborside Drive, ClassicGalveston.com. Classic Galveston, enjoy the difference, island style. Island style. Island style is a good style. Sure is. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio with me is Kevin Bull and Booch. You can say my name if you want. I know. It's like I hate that it's one okay. syllable. It's, it's a nickname, and it's okay if you call me by my nickname or if you call me Kevin Bull. That's fine. Beauregard. Uh, no, it's not Beauregard. <laughs> Bodacious yeah. Boyd. Uh, Bodacious Boyd. <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't even know my name, real name. Right. So. So, I'm going with Bo Cephas. Bo Cephas Boyd is in, in the yeah, studio right it's now. It's not it either. But, yeah. It's not it either? No. Oh, it's just Bo. Oh, it's just Bo. Just Bo. Bodega. Bo. Like Bo. Jackson. Uh, but not I see near as no, you, talented. Although spit I spit an image. There was a day I could have done that wall jump thing. Where yeah. You the ball, man. 
You with can a do trampoline. That. With shark I, I could have made state. I'm telling you. You could have? Coach would have put me in. Coach state would've state would've of New Jersey. Rico. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought for the last half hour of the show, we could talk about uh, some of our fun memories from being, oh, sure, sure, sure. From being on the road. Because usually when we're on our road trips is when I always had the idea that, man, we should really be podcasting this because this is hilarious. Because usually we're tired. We're delirious. Some weird things happen yeah, on those road trips. I maybe hungover. Yep. So you and I have had some really deep conversations. I got a good one about a goldfish. A goldfish? Ah, well, let's hear the story about the goldfish. See, I well, forget I mean, we don't have these. to get right to it. You want, oh, you want to go to a different no, one first? We, I mean, we can warm them up. It's your show. It's let's not just, every, it's not every day want. that you hear a, a setup to, I got a story about a goldfish. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't, yeah. That's like hope. Richard Gere saying, I got a story about a gerbil. <laughs> I hope it's not that kind of story. <laughs> oh, we went to the dark internet really quick. That's where it's supposed to be. That's that's where you live. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, so we were uh, on a very long trip to Oklahoma. Mm. And, well, the one of the reasons it was long is because we drove up there that day. Because we live far away. That's why it was long. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's the geographical reason. <laughs> um, but we drove up there that day. And then we played the gig, and we decided to come home that night, if you'll remember. Mm -hmm. So we were drove. We, were we coming all the way home, or were you enticed to stop at the border and go gamble? Well, oh, we yeah. were trying to we do were, that. We were going to, yeah. So the, the goal was to actually stop at the border and go gambling. But by the time we actually got to the border, there was like, I don't know, we, we probably had the energy of like half a person between all of us. So we, we decided just to truck it on home, right? Who was driving at that point? I think Josh was driving. Wasn't he? No, was. Kevin. Kevin was, was driving. Yeah, because Josh was. Yeah, and I didn't drink that night, which is not unusual for me to not drink. That's right. And the place we were supposed to stay ended up having like twenty extra people there, so they Correct. told us we could we could crash in their lazy boys. Oh yeah. And I'm way too old right. to crash on lazy boys, so I came up with the idea. Uh, hey, I'll hey guys, home. I'll drive and we'll stop at the board and go gambling. And you little children all fell right in line yeah, where I wanted you yeah, to, right. and then fell asleep in the van. And I was hauling right. ass like there was no tomorrow. So My he, idea yeah, was to get plan. home. You had a plan, <laughs> yeah. right? He so waited for y'all to fall asleep, and then he punched it. So no, I'm, I was keeping you up. Remember, <laughs> yeah, I was in were. the driver's seat, yeah, making were. sure you were, because yep. I wasn't drinking either. I don't think you were in the oh, yeah, now that was seat. that was when you were still on the wagon back then, right? Yeah. So um, anyway, we're sitting there just talking all the way to the border, and we get to the border, and there's the casinos. And I think at some point Kevin looks up. Shh, shh, don't say anything no, about no, the casino. No, I tried to wake him up. You did not. <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe we're at the casinos. And they all went. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it was not happening. So we we just cruised on. <laughs> but by the time we hit uh, maybe Corsicana, or was it even that far? It wasn't that far. Okay, so we we hadn't even hit Dallas yet. We stopped no. and because we all had to use the restroom at this point. So we no, we were in Buffalo. Oh, was it Buffalo? Yeah. So we hadn't made it past Corsicana then. Or there's no, there it was it was it was Centerville. It was Centerville where it's got that little truck stop type gas okay. station, but not well, yeah. At some Either point way. in Texas yeah. we stopped at a, a gas station and uh we all went to use the restroom and, and I walk in and Kevin <laughs> walks in and Josh is right behind us. And uh they they go to the urinals and there's only a stall left. <laughs> so I just go to the stall and it's all quiet. Everybody's, you know, doing, ready to <laughs> do their business. And I look down and there's a goldfish in the toilet, except that it's not a dead goldfish. It's, it's swimming around in a bowl. So I'm thinking, uh, 
hey guys, which is not something you want to ever even say in a men's restroom. You don't want to go, hey guys, in a men's restroom. But I'm like, uh, am hey I hallucinating? Guys, I don't, I don't know what's happening. I'm really tired and I don't even know if I should pee right now. They're like, what are you talking about? I was like, dude, there's a, there's a goldfish in here. And they were like, just flush it. And I'm like, no, it's still alive. And so I got a picture somewhere. I actually had to take a picture. I couldn't believe it. There's yeah, a, there's I don't a picture know of it. How in Facebook will remind you shortly. In uh, Centerville, Texas, a goldfish got. I don't know either. I'm sure. I'm sure that thing there. was swimming around at you like, oh, God, where's it going to well, that and thing? I, I was like, talk about not being able to pee at that point, even though you had to go. Yeah, it's stage like, fright. I'm not going to run his day. Yeah. Shit, come on. He was watching you. He yeah, was I know. He's like, you. I can't go. You're watching me, dude. So, but that was, uh, yeah. That He's was like, man, of... I came to this place to get away from these fishermen. <laughs> and it would have to happen, too. I mean, this could happen any time during the day or, or like when we're going up there. Well, and yeah, but it's four in the it's morning. It's four in the morning. gas stations, it could have been there a week. You yeah. never know. It's four in the morning. I could barely see when I was walking in. And to see that, I'm thinking... <laughs> All right, I'm fine. I've, I've lost it. I'm done. It's I'm over. not hallucinating at all. It's over. It's official. I'm off right. the rocker. All right, so we got to yeah. tell this story because it's a funny story and <laughs> it's an inside joke. Oh, no. and I'm gonna lose my I'm gonna lose my composure here. I know it's coming. I already know it's just by the way you're laughing. I know exactly so you, you what's about to happen. You want me to, to tell the story? Well, exactly what's about to happen. Sure, you tell it. You so, tell it. So we had gone to, and I forget the name of the place we used to play in Palestine. What was the name of that pl- that place? And we'd we'd seen the Dairy Queen and the Bell Bond and the and the oh, the playground it? on the way up. And we go That's to Palestine and we and yeah. we we played and then we hung out at Wendy's or Whataburger afterward a little bit afterward. I don't remember what it's called. Went to the hotel and Josh and Joel and I shared a room. And that's a story in itself. So right there. so that means I had free reign of the bathroom because. Joel wasn't going to use the shower. <laughs> <laughs> right under the bus. Right under the bus. Here you are, so, Joel. Oh, so we go downstairs we you, and we're eating, we're, eating, we're eating breakfast. It's free breakfast at the at the hotel we stayed at. So we're eating there. And uh, without mm, mentioning yeah. names, one of the members of the band came up and was amazed <laughs> that her significant other that she had brought with her on the trip had made her Can't a waffle. Show. In the shape of the state of Texas. The state of Texas. She was excited, you guys. Like It, it was, was a like, miracle. It was Rembrandt. This, this guy she... had free-handed. Uh, and free-handed. it was perfect. It was a perfect state. Of, I said, if, if there's a chocolate it chip everywhere there's a, where there's a state, <laughs> a state park, I'd be impressed. But it's a Texas-shaped <laughs> waffle iron, honey. <laughs> and she happened. Finally, we just kind of like pointed at the waffle iron. She goes, oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So that's always uh, been our tagline is we're going to come up with a, a a band or a song and call it Texas Shape Waffles. Yeah, yeah. That was that was just the epitome it of was how a Texas great miracle. It, it was true love. Yeah. He had poured her a Texas Shape Waffle. It was a miracle. Yeah, it, was, it was right, it was right there. The Texas Shape Waffle miracle. Okay, how about this one? You can get them at Bucky's. Early, early, yeah. on, early on, Josh was using a, a wireless system. Remember that? He had wireless oh, yeah. on his guitar. Oh, yeah. And he kept wanting me to play wireless. And I, I just wouldn't do it because I'm cheap. And uh, I play yeah. I play Stratocaster. It picks up enough noise as it is. The oh, last yeah. thing you want to do. Well, you were picking up Mexican radio. I picked up Mexican radio. You talk about <laughs> that too. Right. Right. No, that was coming from his amp. That was my amp. Yeah, but somehow still, his amp. Uh, that's that was so, so. Oh, that yeah. was that minute made part. Minute that, made yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he was coming right through his guitar amp, man. Oh, there was man, nothing you like could do. 
So he's on this kick about you need to get a wireless system, and then you could just walk around everywhere, swing from the rafters. And we were yeah, su- yeah. and we were supposed to play at I think it was the firehouse, and they were doing some renovating, and the guy owned another bar on the other side <laughs> of Fifty Nine on Shepherd. Yes, and so we we regrouped. Cape. We regrouped yeah. and played there. And there was not a stage, but they had a booth that the table was missing and had laid plywood across where the two seats were. And the bass player set up in there. I was about 14 inches away from my amp, and I turned to him and was like, hey, I could use a wireless about now. <laughs> we, were, we were just Wait, jammed was up. That, was that K's Lounge? K's yeah. Lounge, yeah. yeah. Was that there, or was that? I think you were there because, well, somebody think, was there. No, we I had, had the, a drummer because yeah. we had the, the booths. Oh, it was me. They took the table out yeah, of the booth no, and had a piece of plywood set I, between I remember the it exactly because the, the, the thing was so shaky. It's like and halfway through the first song, I'm like, this is, I'm, I'm, this is where I'm going to die. Because <laughs> this is where this drummers is, go to is, die. This is where it all ends because the, the booth bass drum starting to slide a little bit, and, and I got the cymbals look like palm trees. You know, they're <laughs> like, like in a hurricane because they're they're just <laughs> bouncing back and forth. And I'm like, either I'm gonna get my head chopped off by a cymbal, or I'm just gonna flip over. And yeah, it was it was crazy. my uh, yeah, it was. the heels of my shoes were touching the front of my amp. That's how far away <laughs> I was. It was like it was like there was a pedal board in front of me, and then my feet, and then the amp, and there's just this. 10 foot of cord rolled up on the floor because all I needed was we nine could, inches. We could have probably you know? had more room in a phone booth. Oh well, my and then God. we had, didn't we share that day with, I think it was Gary Kyle. Or with somebody. somebody. Yeah, we was, shared it with it, another we band. We had to do another band too. There's two bands there. Two oh. bands where there was, there was more room for our gear, it, but we had to keep all our stuff over by the pool tables. That was a small venue. Wow. Man, that was a small was, venue. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> was, that party that we played last week, the dude's upstairs bar was bigger than Case yeah. Lounge was. Wow. I remember Joel and I had to do, I think it was Joel, you, it may have been you, where we went and did a private party for uh, some people, and they put pieces of plywood over their their hot tub, and we sat oh. on their hot tub to play our show. Well, I didn't do that one. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. We had a good time, but yeah, they had three-quarter inch plywood, and they laid it across the the hot tub of their pool, and so it was, in a way, it was kind of neat, because you got to, you were here the band hovering over the pool. But the other, on the other hand, you, we got electronics and we're hovering over water. Right, right. So, <laughs> Which is smart. Yeah, it's well, always the, a good idea. Well, the Mexican radio story is is funny, but it's also, it was a neat gig, really. Oh, super yeah. neat. And except for, I mean, the weather was a little cold. It was it was probably, what, in the 40s or 50s? No, it was maybe the 50s or 50s, 60s. yeah. So it wasn't terrible, but we're up on top of Union Station. Yeah. Minute Maid Park, downtown Houston. And the way to get up there was interesting. Remember that? Yeah. We had to haul the gear into an elevator, mm-hmm. um, which for, you know, everybody else is normal. But if you get a cart full of drums, yeah. you know, it's it's a little crazy. But so we had to go up one elevator and then you had to go out and then up another one, right? Or upstairs yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And so there were like an elevator and then you had to get off, get on another one. But anyway, we ended up on top of the roof and it was a little chilly, but we we're all setting up and we get everything plugged in and... Lo and behold, there's some Teano music coming out of Kevin's amp, and I'm thinking, I can't well, remember time, the last time he played Teano. <laughs> first time we couldn't even tell where it was coming from. But I mean, this had accordion and everything, and, yeah. then, and I look over at Kevin, I'm thinking, man, yeah, no, one man Teano. I'm good. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Kevin's it's amazing. I just, I just kept waiting for somebody to come up and go, "Do y'all play any Mavericks?" But was that <laughs> was that your blue, your your Fender or was no. that the Hughes and Kettner? No, it's my Mesa Boogie. Or is it Ma- mm-hmm. Mesa, Mesa Boogie? Boogie. So it's it's a high end. Yeah, it's a two, tube amp. Yeah, it's a great but amp. At that point in town, it's just, just too close to the tower. You know, Man, yeah. I, I read, 
and right there. Yeah. I read a I read a story of a you Stevie a Ray royal hat for your aunt. Of, of where Stevie Ray was playing a gig somewhere early in his career, and the same thing happened to him. And they oh, sit, so you thought they, you were Stevie Ray? I thought I was Stevie Ray. <laughs> yeah, and, and I fell over dead. Um, <laughs> and uh, he sent somebody to the the grocery store, and they bought like ten rolls of aluminum foil. Yeah, and they just wrapped, wrapped the head. It. To, to insulate it. Did it work? Man. The, you know, they the story, said, the story my, doesn't say if it works or not, but. Know. It's how my dad keeps the voices out of his head. <laughs> it's how Man. I keep the aliens away. <laughs> so. But I mean, you know, there's nothing you can do when you forget your bass pedal or there's oh, a symbol yeah. missing. That never happens. Or your, or your amp is picking <laughs> yeah. up. Booch never forgets oh, his yeah. phone. There's his snare. Oh my God. Throne, <laughs> snare. What else? Uh, hi hat symbols probably. Uh, but the good story was when we were up at, uh, was it Palestine or was it, uh, um, they didn't have a bass, pe- bass pedal. It was Palestine where they Palestine. didn't have, and JP it took care JP of JP took care JP. of me. So we go I up can't there. remember the name of the bar, but I remember JP. I remember JP so had a bass pedal. Downtown Palestine now it used to be out, out on the outskirts yeah. right on some loop. But anyway, downtown Palestine is where they have the club now. So we roll up, I'm setting up, there's a music store right next door that's closed. Because the music store is like way past five o'clock. So we used some dynamite, so, blew no, it all open, stole no. all the gear we needed. That was plan A. But luckily, it never, <laughs> never, we, we got pulled away from plan A and had and went to a plan B, which was that this awesome sound guy, and he was a great sound guy, JP. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, he just he dialed everything in. So I'm walking around, and I'm like about to be in a frazzle here because I had no bass drum pedal. Outlaw country. And yeah. Yeah, I love country. So you can do a lot of things with the drum, bass drum, you know, and you can kick it yourself, but it's just not going to sound right. You know, it's just not going to sound right. So you need a bass drum pedal. I didn't bring one to the gig because no, it's so rare. I didn't go down to my checklist. No, you never forgot I anything. never forget stuff, ever, ever. I know there's got to be other drummers that do this. Well, probably not. They're probably real drummers, No, if you right? do something out of the norm, but, if you do something out of the norm, that's when I forget stuff. If all of a sudden, like this mixing board. Yeah. If I take this mixing board to an actual gig and I come, and then I come back I'm, I'm not gonna be able to, it's not gonna be fluid anymore. when i think it was a different setup i was doing or something i don't know but anyway lo and behold you know i'm running around trying to figure out what i'm gonna do and jp's like just kind of nonchalantly hooking up cables oh, i got a bass drum pedal and he said it so fast and you know how jp talks mm-hmm. it's like you really with his mouth like, <laughs> like uh, that's my trick here jp say that again uh he's like no i got a bass drum pedal i was like okay okay so um i'm, I'm expecting him to come out with this old like that's been beat up and you know maybe somebody left at the show he walks up with this big case and it's it's like he popped it open and you could hear angels singing yeah like that and it was just the top of the line tama iron cobra double pedal and i was just like (laughs) did you did somebody leave it no it was jp's turns out JP mm-hmm. plays drums. And the next night, JP said, where the hell Never is my pedal? Said, <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, but I mean, it turns out he never said it. The three or four times we were up there, he never mentioned once to me, or not that I knew of. That he was a drummer. Yeah. Or maybe he mentioned it to me, maybe I was just, you know, who knows where I went. wonder what he trade for Texas Shape Waffles. I don't, I don't know. know but. So one of my favorite stories about um, a rare occurrence where you would leave <coughs> something behind. <laughs> rare. Was, uh, snare drum? what I think. It was what led up to it. So, actually, I can't remember. Maybe not. So, we played that. We played that uh, Guadalupe when we played with Stone in the Rue behind the Harley Davidson shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, I thought you had to go get something, but maybe. Oh, I probably left something. But yeah, you had to go buy a new throne. Yeah, you left your throne at yeah. home. You know what it is? I had actually played. I think that was might have been around the same time. You did I the same thing you were doing, Rot Rot Rally. Yeah, yeah. So I played that with uh, Stacy Butler and. 
Corey Moss, mm-hmm. who is know, in the band. Corey is still with us today. He is still with not us. here, but in spirit. He's, I mean, so, no, he's in, probably breaking he's rocks. Rocks. He's probably breaking. Will he be there somewhere. Friday? He will be there Friday, to so my he, knowledge. So anyway, played the rock rally, and I forgot. <laughs> I left my throne, and because we had to load in, load out, and we were literally playing in a. It was basically a barn, for lack of yeah. Name. We were just kind of, but so there were several bands, load in, load out. It was real fast. Left my throne there, and then that's the gig mm-hmm. where I had to go get a throne. Yep, and so he brings this throne. And throne for for those people who don't play drums, that's what we call. It. That's, that's where a king sits. That's a chair. Oh. It's a chair. It's Lacey, a toilet. He sits Lacey, on the toilet while he plays drums. Lacey that's made fun of me, too, because I called her a throne. She's just a chair. It's like, well, are you narcissist That's much? what they call it. I know. I know. She's, she thought I was. But I was like, no, that's what they call it. Mr. Throne. She didn't believe me. Okay, Mr. Throne, man. Yeah. It's a throne. You're in the thrones of passion. But we, after that show, so so we're doing that show, and you had to go buy a throne, and you came. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason... So we we opened that show and Stoney LaRue was the headliner, but there was so many acts. We do it every year. It's called Guadalupe, and they raise money for uh, children's uh, mental health. It's a cool gig. It's a cool gig, yeah. and that one was probably one of the the biggest ones. It's, it's yeah. They some did the years are, some there. years are great. Some years are not not as great as they were, but this one happened to be just amazing. They had Stoney coming to headline it. They had a big old trailer in the back. Yeah. Um, is behind the Hard Davidson dealership. They so did the burnout. They did. The well, I'm getting there. I'm getting oh, I'm there. Sorry. I'm getting there. I'm sorry about that. So we we play our that. show and we're done. But for some reason, you didn't load out your throne. I guess you just wanted to have somewhere to sit. Probably. So you still had your throne. And so we eventually we eventually like... were migrating our way to the middle so that we have a good good spot to see Stony. Right. And it was us, the usual suspects. Yeah. Um, and Haley. Kay, yeah, who is a brand new, there. brand new mommy. To that's where we today. That's where we met for her Haley second Kay, baby. Yeah, it's her second baby. If I wanted a good seat at a show, I'd have Haley Kay put me on her shoulders. Yeah, she's pretty tall, yeah. <laughs> but she, uh, but she just had her second baby, so that's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Um, but anyway, so we're there, and so we finally get to kind of our spot. And I remember we're sitting around their their throne in the <laughs> kind of the middle near the front, right? And the hype man comes out. And first, they had the Harley Davidson come out, the drag race and Harley Davidson do a burnout. That's right. I mean, it was a very good yeah, burnout. Was, was, I yeah. mean, it smoked the whole place up. Yeah. And then the hype man comes out, and he's just uh, he's he had a bunch of Red Bulls. Maybe <laughs> he maybe did a shot of Coke. I don't know, but he was hype for a hype yeah. man. He was hype, and he was getting the crowd really into it, really into it. And they're like, "Who's ready to see some Stone the Roo? And the whole place is like, Rah! "I mean, there was a couple thousand people there, yeah. and they're just going nuts." And then it got to this like really quiet, unexpected quiet moment. And Haley, all ten feet of her, stands on top of Vooch's throne with a beer. And as soon like they were like, Who's Ramsey Stone? And they all cheered. And then they all shut up and then she went, I love Jesus. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. It was that was so, so hilarious. <laughs> Just oh like at the top of her lungs, <laughs> like right on, sister. <laughs> you know, like, it was I so totally fun. forgot she did I that. I love Jesus. Oh, that's. Hilarious. I'll never forget that as yeah. long as I live. Good times. It was good times. <laughs> Man, we uh we opened up for Stony at the uh, the venue here in the Woodlands. Do si do the do si do, and it's just Josh and I acoustic. So we go over there, and it's they've redone it. It's super nice. Mm-hmm. They're treating us really good. We sound check it, man. It just sounds so good in there. I'm like, hey, let's see Stony coming here, just acoustic, and 
Yeah. His roadie sound checks for him. And his roadie's a better guitar player than I am. I hate that guy. And, uh, <laughs> and he's singing like a choir. His merch, it was his merch yeah, dude. His yeah. merch dude. Sings like a choir of angels. And it's the merch guy playing guitar and singing. Roadie, Stoney doesn't even come and sound check. This guy does it for him. And it was, it was amazing. It, it was. was. Like, it's like, oh my God, that's your merch guy? Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't even be Stoney's merch guy. That's well, and, and Stoney, that's another thing. He's a way better guitar player than you just assume. You know? Oh, he's, he's yeah. a fantastic just guitar getting player. In, getting him by himself, he's just like, man, dude. Here that's I thought so. I could cover Stoney. You can't cover him right, but you can't play the guitar the same way. I know. Corey's the same way. Corey Morrow's a hell of a guitar player. But oh, when you got man. John Carroll by you, yeah. you know, nobody really looks at you as a guitar player, but Corey can play too. He's yeah. really a good player. Man. Yeah. John Carroll's a beast, though. You know he's on. Go uh, ahead, Kevin. John's yeah. your boy. Like John's, John's at the top of the list, man. If, if you get a chance to go see Corey Morrow, he's, he puts on a great show. But his guitar player, John Carroll, is phenomenal. And they're, you know, they're they're one of the last acts you see running around still playing just four piece. They don't do no keyboards. Yeah, no, they don't There's no fiddle. Up. There's no steel. It's just well, and they had their, just, they had their day when they did all. Yeah, that. they did. But now they're they're down to to the four piece and and uh, good harmony vocals, uh, some great songs, and then John is just just. Incredible guitar oh, yeah. player. He's just just ridiculous. Well, he's ridiculous. And then no matter how many times you see Corey in a year, you're going to see something new at his show. Yeah. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I don't even know if – well, they act like they knew it was going to happen, but some of that stuff, like when they were – I forget what part of the, which song it was or what part, where all of a sudden he starts busting into that – you know, oh, yeah. he was talking about making love, still, <laughs> still like still get naked when I can or something, and you just yeah. like, bust into that, and you're just like, what? Yeah, that's sick. Last time we saw him, that you know, he he bust into Linus and Lucy, which is the Peanuts yeah. theme song. Yeah. And he and the bass player, yeah. and you're like, yeah, that's pretty it's normal unreal. for a guitar player. Yeah, to go a guitar yeah. player to play just a piano rip, part, rip off that piano song, and, <laughs> and just crush it like that. But he's got killer tone. You know, he does. Yeah. Oh, he's got great tone. He's got great tone. I always enjoy looking around the audience to see how many people catch stuff like that. Cause as a musician, we catch it pretty quick, you know, yeah. like the twinkle, twinkle little star you'll yeah. do and stuff like that. As a musician, we catch it quick, but you always wonder if like the average audience member really catches on and catches those Easter eggs, you know? Yeah. And so whenever he started doing that Linus and Lucy bit, I started looking around and almost everybody was like, like they're just like yeah, they're, air, air yeah, piano. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. cool. That's cool. <laughs> it's like so neat. Yeah. But those guys are, uh, man, great entertainer. There, it's cool to see their longevity after all yeah, these years. years. I mean, that's yeah. that's the group of people that got me into Texas country was Corey and Patton, yeah. and then that turned into the Robert Earl Keens and all those guys too. But it's just the fact that they're just still out there killing it, man. Yeah, killing it. It's awesome. They put on good shows and still draw pretty good crowds. Uh, well, especially at like Redneck Country Club, but almost everybody that comes there draws a pretty good crowd. Yeah. So it's pretty pretty sweet how many shows we've done with Corey, and I still feel like I need to go up to him and say, "Hey, man, Josh Floyd, remember me?" I know, <laughs> right? I know. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's weird. Hey, did you bring your guitar? And they're like, "Yeah, you want to borrow it?" Because <laughs> I don't want to sit around and play because you make me look like a right. really really bad beginner. <laughs> and you've been in a few more house parties than I have. There was there's been some house parties where uh, I've gotten to play with some pretty cool people, and you have too. And it's always like, oh, it's your turn. Uh, oh, yeah? Uh, How about I just uh, sing harmony to one we all know? It's, uh, it's, uh, skip me. I'm passing pass this yeah, time. I think pass. it's pass. You know, yeah. but that's, you know, talking about the other day with a friend of mine, that's the, the house party deal. It's just phenomenal to watch these guys. No PA, no microphone, no, mm -hmm. no effects, just acoustic guitars and guys singing. 
and they're throwing down. They're trying to outdo each other. It's a it's a macho thing, you know. I'm yeah. I'm I'm a performer for a living, and and this is what I do. And they really, you know, it's it's so much better than the full band show. I love the yeah. full band show because I love I love the screaming guitar. Uh, but the, the acoustic shows those guys do is it is really amazing how how great musicians they because are at that level. You can't you, you, even at that setting at that level. You can't afford to have a bad show. No, so you got to right. do it. You know. Right. You got to bring it every time. I saw a tweet the other day where uh, Shiny Ribs and you know, Shiny Ribs Kevin. just he is yeah. Kevin Russell's Kevin just is just just yeah. awesome and, and he's part tent revival part musician you know yeah and he talked about you know don't get caught up in the big music do yourself a favor hire a local band to do a show at your house you know yeah. really and it's like wow that guy yeah. he, he gets, gets it, it gets know, it yeah totally part of it you know and people forget that that everybody we know including Corey Morrow and Roger Crager. We'll play for a, a private party, or mm-hmm. your your business is having a grand opening. Yep. And reach out, reach out to those guys, and go, hey, how much would it be for you guys to show up and play three hours at at, at my family Christmas party or at our company Christmas party? I think but, you you also you hear people talk about all the big concerts and stuff they go to, but nowadays too, you, you know, you hear about stories when, man, I saw these guys in this little room, and it was yeah. it was all you know they. They were torn down. They didn't have a lot of gear. It was just, it was, it was just us and the music. And, and that's what's so cool that a lot of people don't always have a chance to do that. And that's, if you do, if you ever get a chance to see somebody up close that, where it's that, you know, yeah, tight. that intimate and yeah. just get to, the other thing is though, when you're hiring and you got to hire these people for your shows, know what you're getting if you want cover band get you one yeah but you know when you got people out there doing the singer songwriter thing yeah. have the original shows and you bring them in it's not fun for anybody if they don't know the songs you want to, that you right. want to request right. all night and then they're not having a good time not knowing the songs you know yeah and then and there's some guys out there though they're walking jukeboxes into the best of both worlds you get yeah, like you uh get both yeah. you're uh damn john blanks now jody booth and jason allen those guys they oh, have yeah. them they're songwriters and and Tim Nichols too. Yeah, but out out the I mean they they can outright a lot of people. Sure, but they also know every country they song know ever all written. Of them. Yeah, right. so yeah. they can do both. And well, it's like Josh Ward playing honky tonks for so long, mm-hmm. and, and I mean he's he does that scene so well, and you know he just he's got a his tremendous vocabulary of right. stuff that not only that he 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 knows, but he's <coughs> written. He's just written a ton of stuff too. But mm-hmm. but he, you know it's like you said, best of both worlds. They can they can play covers and do really great on those or they can yep do their original stuff and it's just unreal so i'll play the cover of anybody that plays my songs as their covers that's nice yeah we'll just switch trade off yeah just trade off well boys it's been a lot of fun but we're we're at the end of our time that's it's yeah clock on the wall all right so we uh we got friday don't forget to be there early for loading okay i'll try tell adam make sure adam 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 walker pass Adam walker but no, uh, thanks for coming in, being a part of my little my little show here. I'm hoping it's getting nice and big, but I hope you guys can come and do it even more often. And maybe we'll uh, team up and and make fun of somebody and else. Make on someone the couch. really <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. I'm, off I'm good. What's the point of having a point having a casting couch if it's not <laughs> uncomfortable, right? <laughs> right. I don't. Uh, so yeah, we got the Dosi Do green room couch in here, and that's not because they sponsor us. It's because this thing actually came from. It's fun to watch Kevin get up out of it, too. Yeah, it is kind of fun to watch Kevin get out of it. It's a funny old guy. (laughs) 
But uh, hey, guys, if um, I don't catch you, ne- no, I'll be here next week. I think I'll be here next week. Yeah, so after the after Christmas party, it's the after Christmas party, so the pre New Year party. So maybe these guys will join us again. Maybe they won't. I have no idea. But until then, thanks. Uh, you can listen to this live every Wednesday from one to three p.m. Unless I can't figure out what button to push, and then it might be a little <laughs> delayed. Um, but this, uh, just get your TuneIn app, and then uh, look for KTXF The Real. And as always, I'll podcast it and put it out there on the interwebs wherever you get your podcasts. But thanks everybody for t- for listening, and we will see y'all next week. Have a good one. Cigar time. <laughs> Travel in Texas, been riding for days. Travel in Texas, it's no cowboy's dream. Heading south to the valley in that old Spanish rain. Travel in Texas, no cowboy's sing In the heart of a Mustang, that can never be tamed. Got an old blue northern across the panhandle plains. Travel in Texas, meet the moon and the sun. Travel in Texas, these highways roll on. Bye, y'all.